Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Hey guys, this is Anthony, the host of The Reality Is, where a filter becomes extinct, and we have a great, great show liner for you guys today. We're going to be talking about interracial dating, part two. You guys emailed us about it, so we're going to talk about it. How to be successful when dating outside of your race. Is that possible? 10 reasons to date a black woman, and 10 reasons to date a white woman, and more on this episode of The Reality Is, where a filter becomes extinct. dating man um, it's something that is happening a lot right now in America um, and we spoke about it a couple months back when we were at UTA but now we want to address it again as a part two because a lot of people have been asking about it and a lot of people have been wanting to hear about it so the first part of the interracial dating man people wanted to know why is it so much backlash and a couple of things we came up with is because for one it's not done for the right reasons a lot of people do it for fetishes and things of that nature uh races are placed above others uh trophy pieces on arms myths and sexual desires and the first one that really jumped off the page to me was really a fetish and i know i've had white girls that i've dated and it's clear that it's a fetish due to myths of the bigger penis or rougher sex or whatever the case may be and that's just that's my experience so i know the myth you know i know that part of it and the fetishes kind of stand out to me above out of all of these yeah honestly um i think interracial dating i think it's it's just very interesting you know the the whole thought process that like i, I don't know if it's necessarily a big deal anymore um i think maybe what drives it is kind of where you're from in the world or America, since, you know, that's where we live and like the generation you're in. So like when I was in Colorado, it just wasn't a big deal. There was no backlash. I, I dated a, a white girl for years and I never felt like anyone was giving me, you know, stares or I felt uncomfortable. Um, but I think down here in Texas now, since I moved back, one, I don't see it very much. And when I do, it's like in certain areas of the city, um, kind of where you don't have to worry about people judging you. It's more of a, you know, younger, hip, uh, progressive crowd. So I, I can see how, like, in different areas it gets, like, different uh, reactions. But for, 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 like, I think going forward, I just don't think it's going to be as big of a deal anymore because, one, it's very prevalent, I think, and you're just going to see it be more and more prevalent as a lot of, you know, the racial – uh, tensions and divides continue to kind of, you know, level off and die down, you know, with these yeah. younger generations. So so do you think it is a, a backlash? Because for me, I think it is. And, and like you say, I, it, it's definitely based off demographics. Oh, of where without you're a doubt. At. Yeah. yeah. You know, so in Texas, it's still a big thing. It's a red state. Uh, it's white dominated like a lot of other things. But I think for me, like I said, my personal experiences, I feel like it it's because it's more so like we talked about before the show Muhammad said it's more black and white yeah. and the reason I say that is every white girl I've ever dated I've dated the one who said I can't bring you around my family because I'll lose my trust fund or whatever the case may be or they'll stop investing in them or 
I've been prepped before I get to the mom and dad's house to don't wear your hat backwards or whatever the case may be, which I told her to turn around and drop me back off at the house. But it's like they always in some sort of way want you to change to me in my experiences who you are. Well, if you notice that it's where it's not looked or where it's not magnified, it's in cities or in areas that, that are educated. Yeah. You know, going back to what we're talking about here in the south, you know, being a, you know, Texas being a red state, you go to Fort Worth. And you might get a different look versus you go to Dallas. You won't even get a double take. Well, it's just different. I mean, over well, yeah. here it's a little bit more rural, yeah, a, little a little bit more, more country. Yeah. yeah. So, so. I, I would say, you know, I, I've dated, especially in my college years, I just dated a lot of white girls because that's kind of like Colorado. That's kind of the norm there. Um, I, you know, I never felt like I had to change myself, and that's probably because of who I am. I'm Like I've said before, I'm, I'm a pretty non-threatening dude. Like, yeah, I might wear my hat backwards, but – when I walk in and start talking, people are like, oh, this is a jolly fella. You know, this is a <laughs> big black jolly man. He, you know, he's not. <laughs> he's harmless. <laughs> right. And then, you know, like, for right or wrong, like, you go to the Air Force Academy. From a white perspective, I think it gives you that white credibility where it's yeah. like, you know, this guy is an Air Force Academy guy. So, this country. Yeah. He, you know, he, he's, he's not like the others. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's sad that that's like. Yeah. You have those like preconditions where they're like, you're okay, you're a good black guy, but the rest here, of them, everybody else, because you've heard it before, like, oh, yeah. you know, you, you probably had a white friend who's like, oh, you're cool, man. Like, oh, I never thought, and it's like, but those other, you know, and it's yeah. like, well, no, they're still me, you yeah. know, that's still and my I, people. I, and exactly, because I was going to say, I get that a lot too, because, you know, I'm stereotyped because, for one, like the tattoos, the dreads, the beard, and it's like when I, you know, when they hear me talk or we start having conversations, they're like, oh, man, you're different. And, and for me, it's always like, Shit, I already know what they're saying or yeah. what they're trying to say, you know, when they say it. So for me, it's just kind of like, to me, it's actually disrespectful. So white people, if you're listening, don't say that shit when you meet a black person. Don't say you're different. You're well-spoken yeah. and all that. Yeah, just say you're cool and yeah, be done with it. Don't, oh, you're different because we already know what that shit's mean. you I, know. I do think, like, taking it from the other side's perspective and, you know, sometimes I wish we could have... White people I, well, call I, in. Well, here's the thing. I've, I've <laughs> talked to white women in depth about yeah. what drives them to date a black man. Because... Yeah. You know, at one point, you know, you want to know what their intentions are. Exactly. Not that it's going to stop you either way, but you just want to know. And two, you know, it's like, well, how do you feel about this? How do you, how do you, I think a lot of the white girls, like, one, it's kind of like, it is sort of the forbidden fruit kind of yeah. thing. Like, we're different. And, you know, depending on how they were brought up, it's like, sometimes if you're taught to, like, you shouldn't do that, you're going to go run and try to do it. Some of them are just like, they're attracted to black men, just like, you know, a, a black woman would be attracted to a black man. You know, for whatever reason, like, they're just attracted and, and yeah. drawn to them. College changes things, too. Oh, I've dramatically. Heard a, yeah. I've heard a lot of white women be like, you know, and, and if we can get the audio later today, you'll hear it in one of the stories. But it's like, and they were like, oh, before, you know, in high school, because they your parents, you kind of, everybody, not even race, period. When you're in high school or you're growing up, you believe what your parents believe. You do what your parents do, and you take on, you know, you kind of take on that shape of your parents. And then when you get to college, you're like, I don't have these restrictions. Nobody's around. I can do what I want to do. So what you're attracted to, you may want to test those waters. And I've heard a lot of white girls, even white guys, be like, when I got to college and the things that I thought, the perceptions I had of certain people, when I actually started talking to them and getting to know them, I didn't see that anymore. So they, well, you can never say you don't see color, but they basically just said they gave opportunities to people they never would have, you know, so I think college is, is something and, that changes. And, you know, it. deeper than that, it's actually all about environment. Like, you know, I was watching yeah. Russell Wilson's interview with Brian Gumbel yeah. a couple of weeks ago. 
you know, this guy came, comes from a pretty stellar background. You know, he's went to, you know, private school, all white folks, and, and they asked him, you know, how was the dating scene for you? He said it was tough. You know, I'm a, I'm a black guy in an all white, you know, private school. It wasn't easy. And there's something that he even had to overcome. Now, if you're going like, I went to Arlington High. It was one of the most diverse high schools I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. You go in there, man, you, you literally, you, seeing a black chick, and you know, or a black guy dating a white chick or vice versa, is the norm. Right. You know, no, like, I, I, just looking back at it, it's like, it, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't abnormal. Now, yeah. if I go to South Lake, I guarantee you, I'll put all, as much money as you need down. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's, that's not going to take place. Yeah, it's not. It's not. No. And if it is, it's, it's going to be one of those things where it's like an athlete yeah. and a white girl. A stud, yeah. Th- you know? There's something. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. What, oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. No, in that same vein, I, I think you, what you said as, a, as far as environment, I think that's really the main driving force yeah. a lot of times. But so in a similar situation, my ex-girlfriend, uh, she grew up in Broomfield, Colorado, which is right outside of that uh, like it's one thousand. <laughs> the population is ten thousand. Right, nine hundred. It's right outside Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> right, Boulder, Colorado. Very uh, liberal college in you know north, kind of northwest yeah. corner of central Colorado. So Broomfield. I mean, I mean, if it wasn't ninety five percent white, it was you know ninety three point eight. <laughs> so you know, she's this beautiful black girl that's really into sports. But for her, you talk about the dating scene, and for whatever reason it is, society, you know, as you can see, like you probably see more white girls with black guys than white guys with black girls. So for her, it was like, you know, she was just like, it was hard for her to kind of feel that value because a lot of the white dudes, they might have been checking for her. I guarantee they were checking for her, but, you know, it's just like it's so faux pas when you're in that environment. It's like that one white guy that'll step out and date the black girl, like, at that young age, you're not ready to, no. to make that step. No. Uh, so, like, she, like, you talk about the dating pool being non-existent. Like, she never had a boyfriend going up through high school. And, and you know, being an athlete kind of added to it. That so sucks. Let me tell you why. Because, you know, damn sure those households, things are being discussed. Yeah. Because let me tell where do they get that fear? Yeah, exactly. where do they get where, it? Where does it come from? It's yeah. not naturally, you know, you see a, you know, a two- or three-month-old baby. You know, yeah, holding his hand out no matter what color the baby, other baby's exactly. skin is. Yeah. So, you, obviously, racism it's not something that's you know that that's you grow acquired. Up with. It's yeah. taught. It's taught. Yeah, it's taught. Yeah, I wanted to go back to the Russell Wilson topic and just talk about it from a perspective of like how easier it is though to date white women if you're light skinned or fair skinned as a black person. It's a lot easier. It, it's it's easier if you're fair skinned and it's easier if you have that corporate look. Like if you have uh, Dennis Hainsbury, the dude who does the Allstate commercials. If you have him, and then let's just say you take Bilal like eight years ago and he had the dreads. Both of them are handsome people, but I guarantee you Dennis Hainsbury is who they're going to go for because he just has that corporate and tone, clean cut tone. and tone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just different. I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I think maybe yes, but like you said, you so? d- depending yeah. on the environment, though, like you'll go to a college, yeah. right? And you'll have the brother that's there on an academic scholarship, that, and then you'll have the football player that's got the dreads and a few tats, and I guarantee you there – they're going for that football well, co- player. Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm that's all, like yeah. the and, and then you know, I but, think, but post college, right? Like, but post college, I think I think as far as what's acceptable in society, it's like all right, yeah. you know, you got yeah. a corporate a brother. Chick's got, that a chick's gonna want a guy's clean cut, well dressed, yeah. well spoken, versus a guy has tats and all that, yeah. and then end up going to professional. I think that's true for black women too, though. In a lot of I in a lot had, of cases, I, what do you mean? I, I, like, I don't know it, about that, brother. Different. I think if you have a certain like <laughs> black woman, that's like. 
young professionals, somewhat yeah. conservative, they're going to go after the corporate-looking dude I think as opposed to, you know, Yeah, Pookie they track each other. Well, yeah. I, think, I think it depends because, I mean, the last five girls I've dated have been black, and they've been that corporate professional, make more money and have more than I do. And it's like now everybody has that preconceived notion of guys with dreads. They'd be like, oh, the dreads look ratty or they look. Not, but the not, thing not, is, not, you don't keep your dreads. No, like that's what that. I'm going to say. But, like, the perception of it. For guy, girls, they'd be like, oh, it's ratty. They probably smell and whatever, whatever. But, like, every time I date a girl or meet a girl and they get to know me, the first thing they say, you're clean cut. Your dreads are clean. You carry yourself different because, I mean, it, it's kind of bad to be associated sometimes because when we went out the other night, all the guys in there that I saw with dreads, it was, I saw what they were talking about. It was like the bird's nest look. It was yeah, ratty. It they was. looked all, you know, and it's nothing wrong with that. It's preference for everybody. But it's like I see why they said that. And when I saw it, I was like. You know, I started talking more. I was like, damn, should I cut my hair down a little bit or what? Like, it, but, was, it was just, I but, don't know, man. But but like you said, I mean, like, when I first met you, you know, for one, you look like an athlete. You just built like one. And when, you, honestly, these days, when you see somebody with dreads that's got a nice build to them, you're probably going to be like, oh, that's an athlete. Because yeah. in corporate America, dreads, just long hair in general, yeah. I think, whether you're black, white, you know, whatever – Nobody's really, really sporting it. the long hair yeah. in a corporate environment. Yeah. But so you think, okay, that's probably an athlete. Yeah. But they were very clean. And, you know, you keep the fade on the side, too, mm-hmm. as opposed to some dudes who, you know, they don't line up the beard. beard or nothing. It's yeah. just, they just know. go And I think in that situation, it's like, uh, these girls ain't going to really try to go for that yeah. because, one, you just don't look like you smell good. You know? <laughs> and not just I, that, like you were saying, like, you know, I think even if it's a white guy with, you know, long hair and a yeah. ponytail, it still looks awkward. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Yeah. It's still going to break, you know, come up. Yeah. So, uh, dreads or not, or, you know, ponytail yeah. is still going to be weird. But no, I was just saying, like, for the Russell Wilson thing, it's just easier, you know, it for is, white though. girls. And, I I, will and say. I've heard them, and I've talked to girls, and I'm like, is it easier to bring them home? And it is. And then the myths, and, and like we were saying, to kind of to get on topic a little bit about why does it get so much backlash. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, I read topics on Yahoo, and I was, you know, I typed in, why do white men hate white women dating black men? And it was like Yahoo answers, and it was over the last four or five years. And the most common thing was they were like, white dudes want better for their women. Like, the dudes that white women date, they date uh, black guys who are, uh, you know, like thugs or in the streets. And I'm like, this only can be from your opinion. And it was some white people that was coming back saying, you're ignorant. That's a small uh, spectrum that you're talking about. You can't give a blanket statement, which is true. Some were saying, you know, uh, one white woman was like, I don't have a problem with it. She was like, I just think if a white woman goes to a black man, it's because she likes rough sex or because the penises, even though it may be a myth for all men, like it is more known across the board that you will get more with black than white and all, and it was just so many different things and some white guys it was just the bigotry comes out where it's like they're dirty why would you want to be with them I don't want a white woman after you've been with a black man and, and it was just re- and reading it I was just like this shit is so crazy because my whole thing is like I tell people all the time if I could have a racist white dude in this in, in this studio I would not to fight him or anything but really to pick his brain about why he feels that way and just continue to pick his brain to see at the end of the day does he really have a reason? Because sometimes, you know, if you ask a person, if a person feels a certain way and they don't know why, if you continue to ask them questions that if they are smart and they're logical, at the end of the day, they may be like, why do I think that way? I think, you know, to answer that question on like why do some and one, uh, it's hard to yeah. go through the Internet and look, through, look at those trolls, man, because they'll, they'll get your blood hot. Oh, hell yeah, they will. But I think what drives it all is it's like ignorance. Yeah. So, like, if you're ignorant and you've never been – you know, exposed to 
what the what the actual norm with black people or whatever race even like you know we got muhammad here like if you've never been too exposed to the norm of who they are then the extremes come out and then that's all they have to draw from because that's what they see so like most muslim people in this country are hard-working you know they love their family and that kind of thing but you have a few extremes where people will then judge the whole group based on you know seven out of you know, a hundred million people. Whereas the same with black people, I think like a lot of those guys, they're exposed to these like rappers and entertainers and really a lot of the athletes who like present this thuggish, uh, you know, persona. That's not the norm. It's not the norm with black, with anybody. And let me tell you, man, like this is where like you kind of have to fight ignorance. Yeah. uh, With just a little bit more research. If you dissect it, any relationship, right? Let's, let's face it for a minute. Cause I, I, I dated a chick in the past, man beautiful stunning but her personality was garbage yeah. right i mean i just literally after two months like, i just can't do this yeah. so if it's really you know all about as you're going back to saying you know the the rougher sex or the bigger package <laughs> isn't it more also about interacting because exactly. i mean hell the sex part could last 30 40 50 minutes yeah but after that you have to be able to deal with do each other so or people. three i was about to i was waiting <laughs> i'm just <I'll> saying <laughs> I mean, it'll be the best three minutes of your life. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you know, in a relationship, you can only put on a show for so long, right? right? So, you know, if you're going for the gangbanger, the thug look, all that, no problem. Yeah. But I mean, you're gonna get bored bored of it after a while if his personality is garbage. No shit. That's true. So, you know, the the ignorant statement as oh, because you know the the racist statements that you saw on Yahoo Answers, there's no backing of it because also that guy didn't do enough research to realize that maybe relationships, the longer the relationship is, that means the the more they're clicking, the better the personalities collaborate. Correct. And that's the problem, man, with, with ignorance. You just got hit, beat it with research. Yeah. And, that's and, it. and that's the thing. Like, personality doesn't have a race. Personality is totally sure. racist. Like, I know plenty of white guys and even white women. We literally have damn near the same personality. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, once you get that, you know, you make that relate, you get on that relational level, then it's like you don't even really realize that you're hanging out with somebody of a different race. So, no, that's true. All right. Well, slurs um, basically towards Hispanics or blacks nothing specific to any one person just kind of an overall broad general statement so it just seemed like the normal thing for me to do was to grow up marry a white man or date a white man have kids with a white man it was just something I never even would have thought about at a younger age I think college kind of introduces you to um, some people and experiences that you would otherwise never Uh, know anything about so you know I'm thankful for that because it obviously opened my eyes to a whole new world Um, just obviously there's a lot of ignorance in this world Um, so anyhow okay a couple of experiences Um, truthfully I never really encountered anything as far as uh, ugly stares or looks or comments about the men that I was around of course being a white woman and a black man you get looks, and I think that's kind of 
I guess, normal at this point. It doesn't phase me anymore. I kind of forget who I'm walking next to or who my son doesn't necessarily look just like me. Um, one time ever, I had a very um, terrible experience with a white boy who was about 10 years old. Um, and it was, you know, the three of us, me and my son and uh, his father. And yeah, I thought I about lost it. And I wanted to go off on his parents because, of course, he had to hear it from somebody. Uh, it wasn't those, those were not his own thoughts. Um, however, I didn't. I just kind of moved right along because I don't think that I would have been very kind. Other than that, though, truthfully, I haven't had any anything beyond a couple stares, maybe a few looks here and there. And quite honestly, I, it doesn't phase me anymore. I don't. I don't do it because of the skin color. I don't do it because of a status. Um, I don't mean to sound cliche, but for me, I don't see myself dating any other race other than a black man from here forward. So, um, yeah, that's just me. Well, they say once you go black, you don't go back. But uh, that was... <laughs> We want to thank Amber from Addison for sending us the audio, letting us know what she thought and her um, experiences with interracial dating. We appreciate that. We wanted to jump into how to be successful when dating outside of your race. And a couple of things we went over, we, we thought it was very important to be open-minded um, when you're dating outside your race to try to give yourself some time to understand and get to know that person and that perspective. Be sensitive to one's feelings. Be able to communicate. And don't pretend to be something you're not to get cool points. And if you're white or black, just be the way that you are. So with those points, man, how do you feel about what do you think is it, it needs to be done in order for to have a successful relationship um, if you're dating outside of your race? I think if you are going to make that step and date outside your race, one thing I've seen that kind of has bothered me is like when you make that step, you don't appreciate the race as a whole like you may just be attracted to that black man yeah or that you know uh hispanic woman or you know whoever it may be but you don't really embrace the entire race so a lot of times what i've seen in the past and i think it goes both ways it's like the white girl will date a black guy but really not love black people, black people. and then you know she'll have to catch flat and it's more uh, i think a lot of it has to do with the flack she'll catch from black girls because you know black girls are just as rough i think sometimes as white men on those interracial couples for a different reason That's what i was about to say and it's not, it's not always right but it's it's validated to an extent well to I, me i don't know i i think like i was saying like for different reasons they'll you'll catch flack in that relationship but i think if you are going to make that step like you need to embrace that race and to a certain extent make it your own you don't necessarily have to try to be black but like have an appreciation so when you know if you are dating a black man you can appreciate when he feels like you know at work maybe he's being uh you know you know objectified or whatever by you know a majority white crowd or if from a white woman's or uh, whatever the other person's perspective is like appreciate okay i understand you came from this viewpoint um and you go through things as well and maybe i not belittle your problems because my problems are Correct. worse uh and so I think that's one of the things like that I've seen like it bothers me and I think that's one of the things that like made me not so apt to date outside my race as much is because like if I come to you with a problem 
Or if, you know, I have my black mother or black women, you say, I don't really like black women. We're like, well, if we have a girl, it's going to be a black girl. Yeah. So you should probably come around. Yeah. but And try to understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But, you know, man, it's uh, it, get the, the biggest obstacle, the biggest hurdle, is you know, as far as interracial dating, is that. It's getting the white and the black to come together. To come together, yeah. After that, it's going to be family. And this is, I mean, I've, I've tried interracial dating before. And like I said, man, it's tough in, in the sense of if the families aren't, aren't going to be seeing eye to eye with it. It's just going to be like an elephant in the room at all times. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that whole part, you know, be who you are, be able to communicate, you know, get the clarification, um, be sensitive to one's feelings. Yeah. But once you make it past that within, you know, in the midst of all that, you have to make sure you get past that next hurdle, which is obvious today's day and age. You have family issues where like goes back to the white guys. I mean, to the to the white fathers you yeah. know, using certain terminologies in front of their kids growing up. Yeah. That's not going to change. Right. They are who they are to some extent. Exactly. So once you get past all that, you've got to try to build that second bridge. I would just want, I mean, the biggest thing that stood out to me was don't pretend to be somebody that you're not. Like, I've told Christian a million times, if I'm going to date a white girl, I want you to act white as shit. Like, I don't want you to walk around trying to talk like a black woman or a black person. I don't want you to try to be hip and all of that. Like, just be you. And and that's one of the things that, like, and, and maybe because it's the dreads and the tattoos, but I always get that from a black girl a white girl it's like they're attractive they got the ass they got the titties but it's like they're trying to be black well shit it's just i mean i think sometimes though that is what they know depending on where they grew up exactly it's yeah, all about it's environment true. yeah, yeah but, it's true. All about environment. but then sometimes you got that iggy yeah, that iggy, yeah exactly uh, yeah. that just makes me yeah. want to puke factor the but, iggy factor but the environment and demographics is true because sometimes like if you have a white girl that's born on the south side She's gonna, you know, she's gonna have a little hipness to her because that's where she grew up. Now, she grew up around most of, you know, blacks or Hispanics or whatever. But you know, if you get one that's like North Dallas, Holland Park, then yeah, yeah. they're Arabs. That, that literally, I mean, you think they're black just by the way they talk. Yeah. They, just, they, they, they try to act like it, you know, and yeah. it, it's just an environment that they grew up in. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Their friends, literally, I remember growing up would yeah. be all black. So, yeah. but no, I, that's that's one of the biggest things for me. So I also wanted to jump in. Did you guys have anything else to say about that one? No. Okay. The reason I say that is because the next one is ten reasons to date a black woman. To me, I wrote an article earlier this week, and honestly, man, I feel like, I mean, to even look this up, you know, when I was looking up this article, bro, and I put it in Google, 10 reasons to date a black woman. In the article, I said, on the first page, if you Google, you're not going to, this is the only one I found, and I found this like 10th down the list. It may have moved up now because I searched it a lot of times during the week, but it's like before that, it was like eight reasons not to date a black woman, uh, why black women should date white men uh why black men don't date black women like it was literally like tearing down the image of black women and why you shouldn't date them and i was just like you know so that made me write the article about challenging inferiority but the top 10 reasons they had they said we uh the 10 reasons to date a black woman i got this from um chanel gabriel chanel gabriel.org um she said we are protective of our families and we are loyal to our men which they are I've, you know, experiences from dating white women. They're, I mean, black women, they're very loyal. They're, they're more loyal than black men are to them. And that's, that's, that's the true. sad truth, but it is. Um, she said, our bodies are made curvy without the extra addition through surgery. That is very true. They possess, uh, we possess superwoman tendencies. We don't wallow in defeat. We game plan to get through it. One of the girls told a story and she was like, my white girlfriend called me one day because her boyfriend couldn't get into classes one semester and he would graduate a semester later. And she was basically distraught. And she basically helped her come up with 
a game plan to help them both get through the situation. But her mindset was like, what the hell? You're tripping because you didn't get into a class? Like, she was like, she called me crying because she couldn't get into a class. Now, I've had that experience, too, with white friends or white females that are calling. Like, they're just really distraught. And when they tell me the reason, I'm like, shit, that's it? Man, if I could tell you about what happened last weekend. One of my buddies from college was in town, and one of his friends that I kind of know, but she comes from a privileged, you know, upbringing. Her dad's a millionaire or whatever. And uh, she lost her phone. Oh, shit. She probably lost And it was, I mean, we had been drinking or whatever, but we go back to her place. You know, we were going to crash on the couch and just chill because we didn't want to have to drive home. We were a little, you know, we were a little tipsy or whatever. But she lost her phone, right? And we had just gotten out of an Uber. So I was like, well, let me call. You know, I'm trying to, like, calm the situation down. But literally, there was nothing I could say because the end of the world had happened yeah. because <laughs> she lost her phone. And I was like, this <laughs> is the problem that you're going to just, like, blow up on? I'm like, yeah. it was so trivial. I was like, it's a phone, first of all. But I couldn't say nothing. She cursed me. She said, get the F out of my house. She said it to you? Yeah. She said, shut the F up. Get the, I mean, talk to me any kind of way. I was like, I've never. Huh? True colors. Wow. That's right? And she, and she quote, unquote, dates that's, black dudes. That's the danger of dating them. Ask Michael Strahan. I'm telling you, I was like, <laughs> and, and I was like, I was like, you got to be, I, you know, I was just, I was like, I couldn't believe, I, I promptly got my ass up out of there yeah. and Ubered myself home. And I was like, you know, don't ask me the next morning. Hey, can, I'm sorry. Um, Can you call the Uber driver? I was that, like, I'll sure, say, I'll call him. Yeah. But that's you know? the hard part, man. And like we were discussing off air is that. They may like black men, but they don't really like the culture. And it comes out like, my, you know, like I say, Michael Strahan, when he was married to his white wife and they got into it and they were going through the divorce, he was saying that she was calling him every nigga in the book. I'm going to tell you like this. I know you go to jail for putting your hand on white women. I know you go to jail for even swinging and missing and they falling down. Call me a nigga if you want to. Well, I won't do I'm not gonna. I'm not saying I'm going to hit him, but the, with those fragile-minded type people, you can say a few words that have just crushed their whole fucking week. That's true. You and that's the and, and yes, that's you can. I, and that's that, what I actually and, did. Yeah, and that's what I was say. And that's where I would go because you can't. And the thing about it is, some people be like, "Well, why just walk away?" It's just like if somebody's doing wrong and nobody ever fucking tells them, they're gonna continue doing wrong. It's just like if you don't discipline a child, yeah. and put them in their place, or even if you don't go off on them, if you don't make them aware of their wrongs, they're never gonna stop. You're right. In fact, just real quick, just touch on on this you know similar topic. I was reading an, an article this morning. Actually, it wasn't an article. It was a post on Facebook. This uh, uh, Muslim uh, girl on, on the United Airlines flight, she's wearing the veil. So obviously, you know, by default, you know that she's Muslim. So she orders a drink. She orders her Diet Coke. The stewardess brings her a Diet Coke. She already opened it, though. This girl, I guess, is a little, you know, OCD. She'd prefer to have it closed, and she'd rather open it. Me too. So she's like, um, do you mind if you just give me another Diet Coke? Uh, don't, you know, I'd, I'd like to open it myself. She goes, don't worry. No one put anything in it. She's like, I understand, but she's like, just for hygienic purposes, can you just please give me another Diet Coke? She's like, sure, no problem. So she goes and gets her um, a Diet Coke, and with an attitude, of course. Actually, in fact, she didn't. Excuse me. Yeah, she actually did not go back and get it for her. Anyways, the gentleman next to her on the airplane ordered uh, a beer, a can of beer. So she brought him that can of beer and gave it to him closed. So she kind of asked her, like, well, you just gave that gentleman a can of beer that's closed, you know. She goes, well, okay, no problem. So she grabbed that guy's can of beer and opened it. She goes, well, it's not, you know, she's just being a complete bitch. bitch. Yeah. Right? So this girl kind of went off. She's like, is anyone else not seeing this? One guy turns around and starts yelling, shut the fuck up, you Muslim. You guys need to get the fuck out of our country. And, yes, you are going to use it as a weapon if she opened it up for you. And went off on her. 
and no one around her said anything. And that I goes back to what there. you're saying. And this is where you know what? If you before I read this, yeah. before I read this, I wouldn't agree with what you said. Let yeah. me tell you why. I believe that you kill them with kindness, and yeah. I think that might win some t- some days of the some week, days, not yeah. every day. Yeah. But in this particular instance, you know what I'm going to do? Because I know there's black people in there. Yeah. I know there's Hispanics in there. Yeah. And guess what? The same shit could have taken place 40 years ago. Exactly. Right. So I'm going to make a big deal out of it to where I, basically if that guy's telling me to go home, what is he thinking about the black people 30 years ago? Exactly. Yeah. How about the Hispanics? He'd yeah. shoot them upon entering the United States of America. Yeah. Right. So that's the thing. I do agree with you. I would be more confrontational yeah. at that point. You have to, man. And a lot of people, and they hate, they, they like you say, they kill them with kindness. But it's like, why the hell do you think, and you know, not to get off subject, but why do you think rioting is happening right now? Because people have tried to do this shit in a civil, sensible way, but nobody's listening. Exactly. Not saying that it's right, Christian, but. No, I, I, okay, look, I you're, not, you're not going to get necessarily okay. a disagreement. But I get what you're saying. But so what I will yeah. say is it has worked. Yeah. Maybe not all the way like Correct. we would like, yeah. but I think. We have to be able, and it's like, look, in the whole scheme, and we're just getting really on a whole other topic, but, <laughs> right, cool. the, the oppressed, it's not incumbent on them yeah. to fix it, right? If you have been oppressed or if you are being objectified, it is not incumbent on you. However, what will not fix it is if you are equally as ignorant, it, equally as, as yeah, so it's true. like when you do get it, like, I look at myself as an ambassador yeah. to black people. Yeah. So if I do, and it's not like I'm, I'm like, you know, Uncle Tom, like, no, you, know, know uh, a coon, you know, a coon, as they used to say. Oh, but it's like, look, I'm, at the end of the day, you see me, and no matter what environment, I just, I'm myself. Yeah. I don't know any other way to be. Yeah. So that's like, I'm nice to everybody. I love everybody. And so when I get a chance to interact with white people, which has been the majority, I think, of the interactions I've had just by way of where I, my environments, I, you know, I think every time, like, they get a little, like, their, sens- their sensations go away. Yeah. But, like, if I saw that on a plane, like, anytime, people will tell you, whenever I see, like, an injustice, or if it's, like, a couple of people, I'll you know, trying try to fight somebody, or if I see somebody, I'm going to get involved. Yeah. Like, people say, dude, it's not your business, but but it is. It is, because it happens to you, or not to be funny, it could be you. Right, it could be me. Now, it depends on the venue, right? Like, going yeah. back to saying, like, it depends on what day of the week, right? But if I'm at work, and I'm in that position, blow it off. I mean, yeah. you're in a professional yeah, environment, to, yeah. keep it professional. Yeah. I'm on a damn plane, I'm getting this treatment, I don't give a shit. I'm going to make as much noise as I fucking can. Yeah, I'm going to say, <laughs> this is not your country anymore than it is mine. Yeah. He goes back to that, you search of a great photographer in the DFW that can shoot any setting from an event, party, graduation, headshots, and more, look no further than Robert Poe Photography, where they capture the moment in every smile. Say you 
fall in love with. So as long as it's done for the right reasons, as opposed to those that say, for example, that white girls are better than black girls without ever even dating a black girl or giving black women time of day or just based on their previous experiences with other women of the same race, you know. Just because you might have come across a few bad apples doesn't necessarily mean that it spoils the bunch. And I'm actually speaking for the women in the bunch because sometimes black women in particular get a very bad rap when it comes to this topic just because of certain stereotypes that have been placed upon us, even though we often choose to ignore certain stereotypes that have been placed on our black men, but hey. So that's when I have an issue with interracial dating, when it's done from a place of superiority versus genuine chemistry and real love. I think interracial dating is fine as long as you are not dating someone based on a fetish you have or based on your own self-hatred. Personally, as a black woman, my loyalty lies with black men. Um, I've always found black men to be very attractive. I've always wanted to have a partner who is um, black. Um, And so personally, it's it's not for me, but I definitely do not look down on anyone who chooses to date someone outside of their race. Like I said, as long as you are not dating them based on a fetish or based on self-hatred for your own race, um, then, you know, it's fine. I feel like a lot of times people do date um, based on fetishes, particularly uh, white men with black women. Um, And there's a long history that goes along with that. And people also date based on uh, um, self-hatred. And um, they say things like, oh, I don't want to date someone who is dark-skinned. I don't want to date someone who is black because I want my children to be pretty. I want my children to have a uh, specific type of hair um, or skin, which is self-hatred. It's very unfortunate, but it is definitely prevalent in the black community. And I say black community because I have mainly heard black people say this. Now, I have heard white people say this, but um, just coming from where I'm from and my background and the people that I'm around, Mostly, uh, I've heard black people say this, and it's just very unfortunate. It breaks my heart. Um, but if you are dating someone and you love them, um, regardless of what race they are, then it's fine. If you truly, genuinely love and want to be with someone, um, and that someone just happens to be um, another race, then I feel like it's, it's perfectly fine, and you should just go about your life and be happy with that person. All right. And though that, well, first of all, the first speaker, we want to thank Rochelle from Dallas and we want to thank Robin uh, from Dallas. We do appreciate you guys sending in the audio. If anybody else wants to send an audio about anything, hit us up at info at the reality is that's info at T H A. The reality is.com. Or you can call us right now at two, one, four, four, three, one, five, zero, six, two. I know we get a lot of comments on Instagram and Twitter about uh, the sexy voices. So, um, Hey, keep it coming. So we wanted to finish up talking about the top 10 reasons why you should date a black uh, woman for um, they age gracefully. Well, there's no argument there. I've said it before. I'm not racist. I don't have anything against white women, but it's like at around 60, like I've said it before, the neck kind of looks like melted candy. So, <laughs> and I've heard white girls tell me, oh, I wish I aged like a black woman and I, I, I hate to see what I'm going to look like at 50. 
So this shit is not coming from me. This is coming from the horse's mouth. Yeah, it's it's a nature of the way that like our physio- physiologically our skin, the, the melanin, yeah, it's the melanin, like yeah. it helps us age. I'll tell you what, the two races that I've seen age, you really can't tell how old they are is like blacks and Asians. Asians, Asians like, a like oh my, yeah. you're like, I don't know. She looks like she's 25. Well, I, she's really 40. Yeah. You know? That's why, I mean, I know we always go talk about masturbation and porn, but that's why they use them in porn a lot for being a little girl, playing a little girl role. Yeah. You know, to give those people who have that fetish a fix. Yeah. So, hey. Number five, we aren't pushovers when it comes to stimulating conversations. We have an opinion that's often seen as having an attitude when it's actually us just having our own voice. Six, we are supporters and want to see the best for our men. Seven, we are queens of alternative medicines and, medicines and nurturing. We can cook something up or create a remedy that has been put passed down through the years to help heal or you know ease pain. Eight, there's nothing better than black love. The bond between black societies was so feared that they used to keep the husbands and wives separate and also separate from the children because the bond would be too strong to keep them men- mentally bound in slavery. Nine, black and anything else is beautiful. Statistics show that black women with white men or any other race of man has a higher success rate, white or other, who date or marry or have been married to a black woman. Um, some of the actors they name are notable names that are married to black women or date black women. Robert De Niro, George Lucas, Wolfgang Puck, which was a surprise. I Robert didn't know Ebert. that. Robert Ebert surprised me. Chris. I knew Ebert. Chris North. <laughs> Mr. Big. Yeah, yeah, I knew he did. Yeah. yeah. David Bowie and others. David Bowie. And Dirk, uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, yeah. Dirk Nowitzki is yes, married sir. to an African chick. And, and yes, she is beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. She is beautiful. Like, Go ahead, Dirk. <laughs> 10, we are open-minded and readily available to be loved. And the bonus was we teach equality and respect to love all mankind. We don't really create racism. It's, you know, they were basically saying how if they have kids, like, I know the way my mom raised me. And she's the one who actually told me this for the bonus. She was like, when I raised you, like, she did raise me to see color and tell the difference and know what's going on. But give everybody a chance. Would she love to see me marry a black woman and have black kids? Yes, she would. But... She also says if you do marry somebody else outside of your race, if you marry them because you truly care about them, when you see them, they give you those butterflies and it makes you feel that way, then do what you do. So I just think, like I said, man, when I wrote the article, I just hate that I felt like I had to justify why you should date black women. Like when I when I was writing and I said in an article, I was like, it's, I feel like it is horseshit to do so. Because black women really do get a bad rap. And a lot of black guys who I hear when they be like, oh, I don't date black girls. First of all, one of the reasons is they're not as sexual. I agree to an extent, but I also think being in Texas is just a difference. You know, like we said uh, earlier, it's a little bit slow. And with us talking about this, we also want to introduce Jessica from California. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for being here. Um, do you want to chime in and, and tell us a perspective or give us a reason why you feel like black women may not be getting the credit that they're due? Well, for one, um, I like to say that as a race, black people are put down. Yeah. Second, women are put down. So what do you have at the bottom? Black women. Yeah. And we're looked at as we have attitudes all the time. Like you said, the main one where it was like, um, that's just be- us being passionate. It's always looked at as, oh, we're being too ghetto or too rough and everything. So automatically we're looked at as we don't even want to, like people don't even want to mess with us because we're yeah. just, you know, too out there, too wild. But yeah. really, th- that's just how strong our love is. Yeah. So I you, think that yeah. is the biggest BS too, because I dated a lot of white women, and they, ain't, you know, they're just. I feel like it's just a matter of being a woman. It's just like yeah. when you put color on it, it's like proceed more aggressively. But when I was in interracial relationships, it's like I caught just as much 
quote unquote flack from a white woman as a black woman. I mean, it, it's delivered differently, but yeah. I, I mean, felt like I was interrogated more when I dated white women. Yeah, I'm telling you, you, they ask exactly because don't. not to be funny, I feel like with black women, they're used to black men. They know what we're about. Yeah. With a white woman, like I say, it may be a fetish or it may be something that you really wanted. Like, I've had white girls tell me, I've never dated a, a black guy with dreads, or I never dated a guy with dreads, or you're the type of black guy. You know, and you'd be like, it's a fetish, bro. It's a fetish. <laughs> I've heard girls be, I've heard white girls be like, you know, I like the, the contrast of the black on white skin. Yeah. And I take advantage it's artistic. of it. I took advantage. It's artistic. Yeah, it's artistic in a lot of ways, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I, I'm just saying. But the sexual thing, when you know, like I said, when I hear that, I can agree and disagree because I do think it's it's dependent on the woman. Um, like Jessica was saying off air, it depends on the demographic of where you are. You know, um, I think, and, and like you were saying with the arguing, that, that's any woman. But a lot of you know, a lot of brothers would be like, "Man, she checking my phone. She doing this and doing that." And I have to be like Gary and be an advocate or for women or whatever. But it's like, have you cheated? Is one of the questions I asked. Yeah, I did. Well, shit. I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect, yeah, that's bro? A punishment. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not saying that. You know, because I'm the type of person. If you, I don't even put a lock on my phone, bro. So if you go on my phone, whatever's in there, it, it's on you for going through it, whatever the case may be. But if you've cheated, you can't say shit about her being insecure because you've to an extent you created an environment exactly. of mistrust. And it yeah. goes back to the relationship tips we gave last week. If you are broken or you have been cheated on, don't get into something else until you've kind of rectified that issue with yourself before going forward. But I do think black women get a bad rap, man. I really do. One of the things with black women, they really just don't put up with as much shit as a lot of races and it's cool to do so you yeah. know now i feel like you know you shouldn't be as combative i really haven't dated uh, women i've only probably dated one or two black women that were combative like every time i we had to discuss something they were hollering and i just shut down when that shit happens i sure. i just i check out but white women are the same bro like you said it's the same thing and it and to me it's worse and and the dangerous part of dating a white woman and getting into it with them is like all they have to do is say one thing make call the one cops. phone call, call and shit is over with yeah. you don't have to worry about that threat with black women not all white women are like that but like I say being in the south I've heard of it I've seen it happen it's never happened to me because not to be funny I, I don't think I've even dated a white girl slept with a white girl longer than two or three months so it never gets to that point you know mm -hmm. so I mean, that's my thing. Um, Just to, I guess, further expound, uh, I mean, you could probably talk about the black woman. And I know we had one, uh, one of, we, we met somebody the other day at a, at a birthday party, and she was like, I would like to actually hear you all talk about the dating realities for black women. Just because, you know, there is a marriage squeeze where the majority of black women are not finding themselves in marriages and a lot of the black men go outside their race uh and w if if they marry and you know if they're marrying at all and i think you know it's it's just a uh, a lot of factors that go into it i know you know to play the 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 you know the typical black guy that's going to complain about black women I, I think you know i love black women and like i don't think for me i think i don't think there's anyone that i can bond with the same way um but I do think a lot of times they like self deselect, you know, like yeah. if sometimes you'll be in a situation like this happened to us a couple of weeks ago where you'll, you just want to approach and just talk and, yeah. and they're just totally shut down and shut off, especially if they're attract, like the more attractive. Yeah. And it's like, why do you have to have that 
you know, I don't want to call it attitude, but why do you have to have that disposition? Yeah. And sometimes you can understand because every dude in the whole place has talked to him already. But Jesus may be bringing your blessing in that name. And that's true. And that's why you got to have, like, you got to be ready. I mean, I mean, if you want to be honest, man, like, I've had black girls come at me, black girls that are not my type, black girls that I probably wouldn't date, not because of any other reason that I'm just not attracted to them. Yeah. Not because they're black. And <clears throat> what Christian is talking about was we were at a birthday party and it was this black chick that everybody was trying to get at. She was gorgeous. She was very beautiful. And <clears throat> the type of person I am, I'm already dating somebody. So, but the type of person I am, it's like, I believe that black women don't get enough credit for being beautiful, for just being beautiful, not trying to holler at them. And as she was getting ready to leave the party, I was like, hey, how you doing? I was like, my name is Anthony. What's your name? And she told me her name, but she had like a, uh, like again. <laughs> and not to be funny, I don't know your situation, but what if I was trying to get at you? That's where the perception of people look at black women and it's like it's always an attitude you know what i'm saying and it's one of those things to where like for me when it happened i was like well hey i didn't want to hold you up i just want to let you know you look very beautiful it was great seeing you today and i just let her go that's all i had to say and then you know i mean it was some people tried to justify it which is cool i get it but at the same time like i say it's a different way to be because i could be in that i could have been in that same situation that night but you know of course black women don't really approach guys but like you know i had on my shade so i saw a lot of looks on me and you and gary we were interacting with everybody promoting what we do and you see looks and stuff like that and not to be funny that could have went different to where i could have if she tried to speak to me i could have been like i only talked to white girls or treated her as if i only talked to white girls so i just think you can justify things to a certain point but at some point it's just always about having a balance or you know if you want to walk out of the party and feel like shit i never want to come back here again because these dudes is thirsty that's fine but treat everybody with respect because i'd never i had no intentions of hollering at her i just wanted to be like hey what's your name get to know you know introduce myself and say that you're very attractive and that's one thing i found moving to dallas is like i don't know man being in la it just seems like Women are just much more receptive to, I mean, even if they don't want to talk to you, they're at least going to give you the time of day and communicate with you at first, you know, in, in, a, in an environment like a birthday party yeah. or if you're at a bar or even if you're at like a grocery store. And in Dallas, it's like, I don't know what it is about Dallas, but it seems like females have this wall up, bro. And it's like, kind of like I said, if, especially the attractive ones, yeah. but they just like carry this mystique with them and it's like I have and that's what I hate is that like you know all black women will get cast with this negative light when I'm like I know beautiful black women that's just open they'll just you know they're just really sweet girls but uh you don't get that rap I mean just in in the balance the story out I was at Village Burger a couple weeks ago and I was grabbing something to eat with a friend and it was this chocolate beautiful black woman she had on like these tights had nice legs had the, Mm. the full figure and, like, my homeboy was like, you feel a holler? I was like, nah, bro. I was like, I ain't going to holler. I was like, but I, I am going to stop her and tell her what I think. Mm-hmm. So before she walked out the door, I was like, excuse me. And she's like, you know, she smiled. She's like, how you doing? I was like, my name is Anthony. And she told me her name. And I was like, I just want, I said, I didn't want to interrupt you. I know you're trying to eat lunch. I was like, your hair, laid. Makeup, <laughs> flawless. The the little, she had, like, the little, uh, like, the pantyhose with the shorts over them. I was like. I could tell you work out. I was like, whatever you're doing, man, I was like, keep doing it. I was like, you are a beautiful, beautiful woman. You know what I'm saying? Sound like they're having a party next door. But I was like, you know, I have a beautiful, you know, have a beautiful day. So I just think it's sometimes like for me, it's just as simple as that is giving a compliment or paying a compliment because you hear dudes say it all the time about white women and and Hispanics and whatever else is like, do the same thing, you know? 
Yeah. So that's that's all I try to do sometimes. Yeah, man. I I like I like that and uh yeah, man. I I try to compliment uh you know that chocolate skin as much as I can. You got mm. to. You got to. I wanted to read a um, email we got in reference to the interracial dating from Gabrielle Johnson from Texarkana, Texas, and we want to thank you for emailing us and sending this uh, four-page letter. It's literally four pages. Literally four pages. I'm going to read a part of it, but I promise you, Miss Johnson, it will be on the website. I will write an article and tie it into that. So she said, I personally have never dated anyone other than black men, but it's not because I wouldn't. I think dating outside your race gives you the opportunity to grow, to be exposed to things that you may not have usually done or seen before. You can learn about different cultures, religions, traditions, and social norms. I saw this meme once on Facebook, I think, and it said interracial dating is dope because you put them up to shit, put them on shit like Martin and Soul Food, and they put you on the shit like kayaking and arriving early. The two times that I was approached by once, <laughs> so she it's said, true. Though. Yeah, it is. So she said the two times that I was approached once by a white man and other by a Dominican man, we did not get past the first couple of phone conversations. Both men seemed to be trying to force the persona that did not feel genuine. Be who you are. Don't do things that you think will impress me or say things that I want to hear. Every time I answered the phone, it was good morning, my Nubian goddess, hello, my black queen. And it was every single time I could have hung up and called right back and it would have been the same thing. <laughs> Those two occasions when I was approached by these two men, I was maybe around 19, 18 or 19. So in my adult life, I have not experienced an interracial relationship directly. However, I am around several interracial relationships in my life. My best friend is a black woman. And has a white husband, my cousin, obviously a black man, has an Asian, um, obviously a black woman, has an Asian husband. And another girlfriend of mine is white, and she's with a black man and my brother, who has dated every race known to man. Being that I have not had any immediate interaction, I asked a couple of people I know what are some pros and cons, differences, misconceptions, and et cetera, to being in an interracial relationship. And this is the information I received. And the rest I will post on therealityis.com, T-H-A, therealityis.com. Again, thank you, Ms. Johnson. That's a hell of a cliffhanger. I want to know what she said. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have it on the next one. <laughs> we'll Damn. have it online. So the next thing is 10 reasons to date a white woman. One, they spoil their men with gifts. They see it as an ego boost to be able to satisfy him or make him smile. This actually, um, I wish it would have been, I wish I had a white woman in here, a white woman that would call in. But this was actually off Vibe magazine. Mm, really? Yeah. This was written by somebody on Vibe. So they say they spoil their men uh, with gifts, too. She's not looking to live the life of a video chick. She doesn't need you to buy out the bar and et cetera when we go out. Three, they don't have bedroom restrictions. They're, uh, they're willing to do almost any and everything, anywhere, at any time. Four, white girls don't argue as much. They're very passive. We've already debated that. Five, they just dive in a pool when it's time to swim and not standing around looking cute because of their hair. Six, they don't give them. They don't give many headaches That's as women of other races. Is not. Uh, they don't give a, many headaches as women of other races. Seven, you you ever received hair from a white girl? Point in case, they give the best head. Eight, hands down, white girls are just more fun. Nine, their names are easier to pronounce during introductions to family members. <laughs> wow. Ten, they cater to their men from running from running errands all the way down to cooking. Who wrote this? Yeah, and, and, ridiculous. Yeah, and before he and before he wrote it, he was like, uh, "What I'm about to say, you may not like it." He was like, "But fuck your feelings, like mm. the, the Lil Wayne song." <laughs> See, wow, but it was a guy things, though. Yeah, one of the things that's like really big is um, when they used to be like, um, when they used to say, "Are you mad that uh, black men are dating white women? Are you yeah. mad that we're stealing your men?" Yeah. And you would look at it and you would see, well. 
he's dating a white girl that's thick, that has big lips, that has real hair. But you're you're basically dating a, a, a black, black woman. Yeah. Like you you just you just want it on a different race. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of women get mad saying like. Oh, I'm not mad that you're dating a white woman. You're just dating a different version of me. Yeah. But you don't want me, but you want something yeah. close to it. Now, the sexual thing is very, it's, it's debatable. Because my experience is, I, I have to be honest, when I've dated white girls, I mean, they tried to try some stuff that I was like, when I was younger, I was like, hey, shit, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I, I don't know about licking my ass. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I'll pass that. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I just wasn't prepared. And, and it's one of those things to where, and like I say, it could be Texas. I know you're from Cali, but it's like when I would get head or something or, or, you know, it's like the black girl would look. You would I would have to say, hey, I'm about to get ready to go. I'm about to come. White girl, you tell them that and they look at you like, OK, do it already. Or it's like take it to the back of the throat. And I mean, it's the truth and it's done. And it's like I know you have some black women out there that will be like, well, no, I do this. And you may you may do that. But it's like I haven't. We got a caller. Who is this, Gary? Hello? You are with the Reality Is Radio. <laughs> What's this up, is brother? your co-host, Christian Evans. <laughs> Who do we got on the line? Man, yeah. I, <laughs> man, this is Gary. I was going to wait until uh, the next break, but these damn stereotypes got me up here uh, just uh, chomping at the bit. So anyway, I'm uh, yeah. What does your, like, Gary, like yeah. uh, Anthony, say what does your light skin behind have to say? Because yeah. you, you're, you're acceptable in their eyes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're not one of them. Yeah, you can make it. <laughs> no, man, y'all... Go ahead and finish finish the thought y'all were talking about because I missed some of it while I was calling in. No, but it's just I mean, we were just basically kind of talking about just the perspective of you know the sexuality between black and white women. And for me, bro, it's like I've had black I've dated black girls who are very sexual, but like I say, it's just it's 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 hard to find. And and this is this is the thing about it. I think we were having to get together at your house that day, and I brought this up, and they were like, "Well, who you date?" And then when you get to talking about in detail what you like oh, why I gotta swallow that what and it's like exactly well, that those conversations those conversations will get, help you get to know somebody exactly. and they don't even know and like that's why I did because then there were some of them that were like and <laughs> what are you, what are you talking about well, pull it out well, yeah well, yeah well <laughs> you know uh does a white girl do this yeah. you know it's like you're like well uh you know well, that's hey, pretty nice yeah you know what i'm saying so i think it's it's just good to have those conversations man because i think like i say i know it's black women out there to do it i mean it's not whatever but it's like just from my personal experiences i just come it's it's far and few in between for me but like i say if i name the last five girls white girls i've messed with like i didn't have to ask for anything it just happened in the midst of it going on. I think the only difference is don't pull my hair. That's all. Don't pull your black hair. women. That's all. <laughs> we do sure. it just as much. Keep your hands out. What about my choking? Hair. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. I because I'm a little, you know I like my <laughs> look at my. <laughs> I'm just ready saying, for it. I'm just saying, man. I mean, I don't mean choke to kill you. You know what I'm saying? Filtering on this damn show, man. But you know no what I'm saying? Filter. It's just you know None. you just have to. Uh, I just think it's good to talk about it, man. No. <laughs> it is, but man. the other nine stereotypes, Gary. What, what? I mean, I I agree with you. I don't necessarily agree with them. But what what, what did you have, bro? Well, like you know, the, the oh god, I'm trying to remember now. One of them was that that white girls are like more sexual in essence than black girls, which which I know y'all kind of been talking about, and I think there's a cultural piece to that too. You know, white people in general. 
probably feel much more free to be able to do certain things that would be frowned upon yeah, by. They don't give a uh, so, <laughs> Right. I mean, when you have resources, when you don't have a history of your sexuality being uh, labeled as, as promiscuous or as uh, um, Jezebelish or as black, you know, bucks and thugs and that kind of stuff, then yeah. of course you you have much more freedom to be able to say in public, yeah, I suck dick, you know, that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know, man, because I, I, I too have experience from some black women who uh, who would give them some white girls a run for their money, uh, you know, so I don't know. But but <laughs> was, it few and, was it few and far? You said just one? That, well, that's just one of the, the stereotypes that, oh, okay. that came to okay. mind immediately. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, okay. <laughs> I like I agree with Chris when Chris was saying that some of them will be just as want to be just as controlling or yeah. or or, uh, or even more. You know, talking about where you're going and going through your stuff exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think those things have to do with race as much as they have to do with personality and yeah. this, and who you know how this person was raised to think about relationships. I mean, even with the statement like white girls don't argue as much, they're very passive. That is bullshit. Oh, they nag a lot. Man, it depends on which one you're dating. Uh, no, I don't care. I, that's bu- any no. woman that's upset is going to let you know about it right. unless they're very passive. It's that's more of a personality. First thing off, there's no such thing as a passive story. woman. That's just let's face well, it. There's mean, no that doesn't exst. I mean, African if they're women. Pa- they make no. Hold on, they may come off as passive. But you know what they do? They hold it in for they artillery later in. on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. man, that's, a, that's yeah, true. They're, they're implosive. Yeah. Be careful, man. Don't don't get blindsided. But I've dated. A, I got. In my experience, I've dated a lot of white women, and yeah. I just never known the difference. Like. It has not been a passive, passive t- yeah. and why would why does that matter? Like, why would you want somebody passive so you can walk all over them? Yeah, is that what you want? I don't want that. But I haven't really dated a passive white. I mean, they're they're more. It's not as agreeable. Yeah, it's not. It, it's and it's not as like the argue, They're not as argumentative, but they're not passive. They're very forgiving, and it comes in a yeah, and it comes in a different way. It comes in a different way of like. A lot of questions like a black girl is just going to give you statements and facts of what you've done because they probably researched and figured it out already. They know white girls are going to ask. They will research. Yeah, yeah, white girls they really from what I've dated they want you to tell them you know because they're like you know that's where the inquiry they want the label exactly they want to know all of this stuff. But black girls when they ask you it's kind of like your mama asking you when she know you already done did some in the house. I already saw you. It's entrapment every time. You I want I I want to hear hear you say it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm asking because I want to hear you man up. And say it, and maybe we can move past it. But when you get caught in that lie, they already know you're lying. Mm-hmm. Black women you letting black lying. men make it every goddamn day out there, and black men thinking they just pulling wool over eyes. <laughs> they letting us make it, brothers. Yeah, they letting us make it, man. Lord have mercy. So, I just feel like the whole thing um, with the white women. I really don't have to go back over that because I mean, a lot of these things. I feel like a lot of younger men echo these sentiments. Like we were kind of talking offline, um, the big interracial push is coming a lot from the younger generation and then like we've said before it's because of television shows hip-hop videos where they see the white women on the videos and all of this so it's it seems to be like something more attractive but it's it's not so you don't think that media has a lot to do with i this, do though. believe that i think it's been in the media since the media was created yeah but it's you like had a certain i guess label on what was beautiful and i think what you've seen now is like what was meant to be beautiful for the majority, which was like the slender, blonde, yeah. blue eyes, uh, not as curvaceous white woman, it has now transitioned into now what they've said is, and you know, from a entertainment perspective, like a lot of these videos, like you say, you see 
white women that are built just like black women now yeah. and mm-hmm. now that's like what is beautiful and now it's like you'll even see the majority say we got to give it to you this is beautiful it's always been beautiful yeah. but now it's more acceptable to us because yeah. you know the skin tone is a little bit lighter because even when i was growing up i remember music videos it was like and for right or wrong you would see that light-skinned girl that was built like that they were all like all the videos had light-skinned girls and now it's black girls but they had light-skinned girls you were just like golly so you know i just like women all period that's the thing though that's the thing for me and that was one of the questions that we're going to move into is like what's your preference it's like i don't have one i just like beautiful women now when i think about getting married i think a lot of the cultures out there they tend to like look inward to their culture like it's safer safer and like you kind of want to see that go on like from an african perspective i know they they want to marry so they can have that african name and so that i can live on it's more like you know it's it's very like self-fulfilling like you you want your legacy to live on but at the end of the day like it's all about the like what what is beneath the surface yeah. like if if you have a good heart and you mean well and you're a loving person in my experience i don't really care and yeah. honestly it's not my business i don't even give a shit what you date outside your race for exactly. if you have self-hate not my business yeah. i don't care yeah. i'm not gonna get mad at you for it so so let's get into the questions for the audience like you you started um jessica if you want to jump in you can the first one is what's your personal preference on dating outside of your race and we'll start with you jessica um, like Chris said, I don't have a preference. Yeah. You have to treat me right. You have to be a good person. I need you to be yourself, definitely. You can't point out that. I mean, definitely see that I am black. Yeah. Okay. Definitely see my color. Don't ignore it. But don't make it like it's the main thing. Like, oh, you're like, you know, yeah. my Nubian queen. Yeah. I know I'm a queen. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm a Nubian queen. I don't need to hear it all the time. Yeah. Just talk to me like you would any anybody other else. Yeah. But no, treat me better. that was cool me for me uh my personal preference on dating outside my race i mean i'm 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 just like jessica just like christian like it doesn't matter to me honestly it's all about what i see And and i said this like not to justify it from my perspective but when i go to the gym and i'm working out i mostly see white women in the gym nothing against black women but when i'm in the gym i'm like shit you see ass slim stomach the bread i'm surrounded by it and then the parts of town we hang out on, when we go, we like mixed places. I don't want an all-black or all-white. Like, I like to be around people. So when we go where we go, it may be a few black people out there. And then it's like you see a bunch of white women. The black people may be with a group of people because we already know the area we're going to. So you bring somebody with you, maybe a boyfriend or a significant other. So it's like you're out there with more white women to date. So it's like when you're look, it's it depends on what you're looking for. So for me, I don't care what it is, but... I'm mostly on a day-to-day basis. If I see 10,000 people, it's mostly white people, which we've already talked about. They have a higher percentage, but when I'm when it's an attraction preference to who I want to approach in this city, you just see more white women, unless you go on the black side of town, which unfortunately I hate to say it. It's not really a lot to do. You have to come this way. And when you come North, you just don't see that many of yourself. I'll say, though, uh, even where we went Wednesday, like yeah. you get in some of these different like the younger, like, I don't know, between age 25, 35, yeah. you know, working class, maybe like, you know, got a little money. Yeah. Not, you know, obviously not rich, but can take care of, you know, I mean, there's some beautiful women. Yeah that i see on the norm i mean i'm like god almighty like it's it's some sometimes i won't say it's overwhelming but having lived in colorado and boston 
LA was more mm-hmm. of a uh, there was more but Colorado and Boston it's just not yeah. very many black people but here in Dallas yeah. I'm like man everywhere you go you could go like five different places and be around a bunch of beautiful you know black yeah well women. Like Wednesday night like I say I mean we were both sitting there and I was just like man that's a nice ass man she's pretty man she's beautiful. it was like every when my neck but, was about yeah, to be broken but it was just like the thing about it too and I told him I was like man I feel like I want to get up and move around in here but I was like with the, also in the same token it was more black dudes and then it oh, was yeah. girls so you don't know if somebody was with somebody yeah. and you know what a black dude you can't walk up to this girl and be hollering at, even if you don't know he's gonna be like hey homie yeah and you, it's, and you don't know what's gonna pop off because you may be like my bad bro i didn't know that was your girl yeah. but he still may want to keep yeah. it going to show it he want i gotta fight every night to prove my love yeah <laughs> then you don't know if you're gonna get knocked out or if you gotta knock his ass out <laughs> you know it sounds what like one of the most 1975 black yeah. movies it was um uh, five heartbeats, man. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you so, go. you know, you just never know, but it was good going out, you know, seeing like all those beautiful black women, man. And I, it, I, I say it all the time, bro. You could put a white woman and a black woman, and this is not because I'm black. This is just period. Like, it's just something about a voluptuous, chocolate, shiny skin, mm-hmm. confident black woman, bro. It's, uh, I mean, but like you said i think that's what since they i mean there's no i like all kind of women i mean you can look at a brazilian woman and i'm like damn them brazilian women they're beautiful like we were saying whatever women but yeah but and hispanic women tell you and, what. And, and and muslim women middle I middle eastern arab women sometimes hey, oh, i'm sorry i hate to say it brother but when i see them with the thing on their thing and then all i see is the eyes and then some of them will wear like the whatever and you can see i'd be like I'm. A, I like. I was like. I got X-ray vision. It's I'm an like, element of surprise. I'm telling you. Brother. I actually dated. It's good. I, I dated a Persian girl in high school. My my favorite princess. You know how when you're growing up, you got my favorite princess of all the Disney princesses was Princess Jasmine. Man. Oh my god. Princess Jasmine was, so was a fine. lucky motherfucker. I said. I said. I got to have. And then I dated a, a Persian girl, man. And I was just like, they're some of the most beautiful people, man. Because and oh my sexual, god. Man. Well, when, well, that's yeah. my preference, boys. Yeah, Arab, yeah, Arab, yeah. Arab yeah. Beautiful Arab, Arab woman. Yeah. I mean, Kim Kardashian has kind of, you know, she's advanced the Arab the Arab cause. Cause well, I told you, bro, when I dated she, the Persian, she shit, she's from these, uh, I think Armenia, 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 yeah. Armenia? Yeah. yeah. And see, that's what. Well, no, she was Persian, but it was the same thing, and it was like it, it was like an element of surprise, like you said, but. It, it was, you know, not to get off topic, but it was kind of one of those things too, where she was like, "I, I like black guys, but my dad really doesn't." Uh, yeah, her, my it. my girlfriend in high school's dad never knew about yeah. me, and yeah. I, me neither. When I dated her, like yeah. he never knew. Like I always went to her place, or we hung out on this side of town, and it was just like whatever. But, I, bro, I just have a, I just have an appreciation for, for beautiful women, beauty, period, of all shapes, sizes, colors, and her eyes and the way she. I was just like, man, I just, bro, that Princess Jasmine boy, yeah, them eyes. Yeah, them eyes and that blue yeah. outfit, and that's the thing. Uh huh. I think it. Was, yeah, that's. I probably shouldn't say this, man, but I think that was the first time I ever, you know, beat off. I think I was about <laughs> six, six years old, man. I didn't know what I was doing, There's man. No show to go. I was. I was. I was had to I'll tell you what, though. I was. I was shooting blanks, man. I can tell you that right now. Chronic master. I was like the the set of uh, rush hours, just shooting blanks all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> hey Gary, who's your personal preference? Oh yeah, what's your personal preference? Man, and be honest, man. Okay. Y'all, I know I'm gonna be honest. Hearing y'all talk, man, my my personal preference is is black women specifically mm. and women of color in general. Yeah. Uh, because when y'all talked about you know quote unquote exotic women or Brazilian women, man, I'm listen. That Brazilian video. Mm. I don't I've know if Chris sent me that or Asia what. Asia and and Cuba. And let me tell you something, man. When I was in Cuba, 
Man, listen, I almost had to rethink my life. Uh, <laughs> hey, it change, hey. brother. It's and, true. And my wife. I'm just kidding. Put on notice. But the women in Cuba, the women in Cuba, like it was, they were all women of color, yeah. and some were some were what we would consider black women, and some of them looked like yellow bones. Some of them, I mean, but it was just, yeah, man. So I don't know. But for me, living in the United States and being on the professional track that I am, man, I, I look at dating even as a form of kind of protest. So if I was dating, yeah. I would make it a point to uh, date within my race yeah. uh, for a number of reasons. Because I do think black women get a bad rap. I do think black women are beautiful. Yeah. And so I would, you know, I would Thank make you. it a point to, <laughs> if I was to settle down, it would be somebody who was, who was African-American. Okay. Well, let's get to the good question while we got you on the phone. So this... Uh, this I'll just say L Boogie from California um, hit us up. Well, what do you guys think about anal sex? And Gary, I want to get you since you on the phone, brother. <laughs> what do I think Look at, about? I it? wish you could see Christian's face, bro. And you <laughs> know, Gary, we were like, oh, we don't know, we don't know if we want to touch on this one. No pun intended. Literally, you yeah. know, we don't want to get too deep into this subject. <laughs> Uh, too deep into it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, literally. I don't. I mean, whatever floats your boat or finds your lost remote. Yeah. Uh, you know. It, 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 uh, now he the one with the innuendos today. Huh? I said you the one with the uh, euphemisms today. Right. Right. No, man. I mean, if that's if that's what I mean, I know people like that. I know some people like uh, you know maybe not even anal sex, but having yeah. a, a finger in there or something like that. You know, it, hey, if that's what you <laughs> like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Get your, get your finger bodies, out of there. Our bodies, <laughs> our, bodies were, our bodies were made to uh, find pleasure in a lot of things. So you got to be ready it? for it, man. I think when it comes to anal sex, bro, you got to be ready. Like, I, I don't know if I told the story on air, but I told you, I was messing with this white chick one time, and we had talked about it. And she, you know, we were doing what we do, and, like, she ended up turning over, and, like, she was just booted up. And she was like, all right, go ahead. And I, I'm thinking, like, you just want me to hit it from the back? She's like, no, put it in. And like I told you, with her being white, you know, it's either going to be white or it's like that tan brown skin around the booty hole. And I was just like, I don't know if that's booty, a part of the booty hole, or that's a lot of mercy. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, I ain't ready for that. I wasn't prepared. Let's just keep doing what we was already doing. Yeah. You weren't ready. I wasn't ready, bro. Like, I wasn't prepared. And you're talking about black women not being sexually open-minded. I wasn't wasn't ready. You weren't ready. I wasn't ready. And then, you know what? I'll have to It would take you to a dark place. But I had to tell this story, too, bro, with a black woman. I think I probably was about 20 years old. And she was going through the motions. She was riding me on top. And, like, it just, it was a switch. Like a quick switch. She did it? Bro, it was a quick switch, and I was just like, something ain't right because this month got tight. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm telling you, brother. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on. I literally made her stop, and she just sat there. She's like, what's going on? I was like, what? What just something? Which changed. hole am I? And in? I'm, tw- you know, now mind what? you, bro, this was the second girl I ever slept with because I was a virgin until I was 19. This was, I was 20. And I was like, what just happened? She's like, uh, it's in my ass. And I was like, this is done. See, we, look who's not so open minded. Nah, hey, I was twenty. I'm thirty two now. Oh, things have changed. <laughs> things have changed. He oh. come, he's come a long way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not like I, I, you know, for my purpose, I'm not against it. I have not done it since then, but I'm not against it. But it's just like I, you got, you can't just swing it on me. You just can't switch holes. 
like that, and you can't just uh, so hold on. You wanted to warm up to it. Yeah, I got to oh. be ready for it. But I'm surprised because I mean, it's not like you're getting stretched out. Or no, anything, it's not. So. And, and yeah, and I've had ch- I've had other girls where it's like we talk about it, and they're like, "Well, I don't really want that feeling." Oh. And like you try, and it's like you get the head in, and they're like, "Well, okay, I thought I wanted to, but let's switch it up again. Let's do something different." So it just depends on the girl, man. I mean, it depends on the girl. It depends on how freaky, how you know, what's the height of my freakiness that night. And we'll go from there. How much I'm getting paid. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, I know, you, you know, when you, think about, when you think about, when you think about, you know, our anatomy, that's kind of like an exit only kind of area for me. So, uh, you know, usually when they, when they have an exit only, they have an alarm on it. So I have an alarm on mine personally. <laughs> so, you know, anybody tries to go through the wrong exit, they're going to get the, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's uh it's 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 one of those things. It is. So we got another question from the audience. It's the last question. They said when dating a black woman or a woman outside of your race, which experience would you say has been more enlightening or better for you? For for me, my, my college sweetheart. Um and she's just a really, really great woman, great heart. Uh her family was from like Sherman, Texas, something like that. Mm-hmm. Her parents went to Texas Tech. So, you know, I uh, honestly, I, the first thing I think is, okay, they're Southern parents. They, you know, they're not going to really be down with the brown, you know. But come to find out, they were missionaries. They actually adopted a child when they were in South Africa, uh, a black child. So she had a black little brother. So it really just opened my eyes like, and I was about 19, don't stereotype. Like, not truly don't judge a book by its cover or you know the 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 epilogue of the story like just because or the prologue don't read through the prologue and think you know everything just because this family is from the south it doesn't mean that they're gonna necessarily have these racial you know dispositions towards you like they invited me into their house they loved me like i was their own son um i mean literally i would be at their house even when she wasn't mom would cook for me every night like it was just an incredible opportunity for me to see like you know, don't label everybody based on what people make you think is the norm. Like everybody is, I mean, some people are just loving people and they yeah. really don't care as long as their daughter or son are happy. happy. So yeah. that's been like the really like good situation for me is like get outside of what people teach us to think. And which, you know, more 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 often than not, you know, if you have parents from the South of a, of a white girl or white, you know, young man, that might be the case is that they're going to be a little bit somewhat racist to it you know or or not racist but racially insensitive or ignorant but you know it it allows you to go in with an open mind and be loving just the same so yeah my perspective uh for me like i feel like when i dated white women i was able to teach them something and also be educated myself um from a perspective of being able to just sit down and talk like when they were like you know why we do certain things or this is what i've heard why you guys do this or i watched a movie or my dad said this what are your thoughts? Because I know, you know, even in, in college this last semester, bro, I was talking to um, when the Baltimore thing was going on, and I was like, these white girls in class were like, what do you think about it? And I was like, well, before I give my thought, what do you guys think about it? And they was like, well, we think it's sad that it has to come to this. And they basically always spoke from a, a high overview because they really didn't know why. So to be able to teach them and tell them, you know, how – we weren't able to go to certain schools or how some of our people were treated. It's like, like we said in a couple of shows ago, like a lot of people really don't know. 
So it's like they're not educated on it to really even understand you or what you're talking about or what you've been through. So for me, it's just been a great experience dating outside my race to be able to teach and be educated because we don't always know why white people feel this way. And the biggest thing that I've learned about people who have a, a preconceived notion about people is sometimes they've had an experience, yeah. but you can't label every bad person. Mm-hmm. I mean, every black person bad because of one experience. Just like we can't be like all white people are racist because we've experienced mm-hmm. one white thing for racist. Mm-hmm. With black dating black women, one thing I've learned is like I've learned that men, black men have a lot of more work to do on learning how to be loyal and be able to be open and to communicate to them and be receptive to black women because women like black women, man, I've had black women be so loyal to me, bro, and I'm like, why are you even still here? And it's like, sometimes they're so loyal. I'm like, I feel bad because I'm like, why the hell are you like all of this shit is going on and you still want to be here to work this out? And honestly, that's what makes marriages last and what makes marriages work because you're going to make mistakes. So for me, like from dating black women, I've learned to try to be more loyal, try to be more by their side and more what we were somewhat intended to be, which is a protector of them, because I don't think we do a good damn job of doing that anymore. Mm-mm. So that's just that's my experience. Um, I know Muhammad, you've been married for a while, but what is? I mean, if you you said you dated outside, but I mean, did you learn anything or get anything? From yeah, I mean, it, it teaches you literally how to love, man. I mean, as as cliche and basics it sounds, but it's it's different because every culture loves differently. I mean, hell, you see, I remember you know had a few white friends growing up, man. Their parents never told me to love them, mm-hmm. never. You know, it was just, they never, it was never they never told me that they loved them. Oh yeah, it was, it was different, you know, from household to household. So it, it you know when you that, that's one thing it taught me. I mean, it's, it's. Have you dated outside your race over there, Jessica? I have, and <laughs> I mean, I definitely think that black men are my, you know, preference. But like I said, I'm still open as long as you treat me right. But when it comes to meeting their families, it's awkward. It's yeah. like, oh, you're, you're yeah. different. They yeah. make it clear, like, yeah. oh, welcome, different person into our home. Yeah. It's like they're not saying it, but the way exactly. they act. Yeah, I've had that, too. I, I've had that. Um, I've also had a situation like Christian where I, I went in and they were kind of standoffish on purpose to kind of live up to what I thought maybe they would be like. And then it just turned out to be I like I got kicked joke. out before, man, just meeting her parents. I mean, oh, literally, wow. he just told me to leave. Wow. For real. Yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was an Asian family, but, I mean, Asian she was. Yeah, and, and then it worked out. I mean, it was all fine, but it after, you know, a couple hurdles, but. And then he accepted it, but first impression, get the fuck out. Yeah. Wow. And that was funny. it. I wasn't even in the house. I mean, I was in the car picking her up, and he's yeah. like, get the fuck out, hit the road. That's so crazy that it so. happens like that because another thing, like I was telling you when I was reading an article on Yahoo about people's thoughts on interracial dating, one of the biggest things where they were saying how uh, one guy, and he was a white guy, he was like, I don't understand how white guys or white people, period, can be mad about interracial dating when it comes to black men dating white women or, you know, whatever because they was like white men date whoever they want it's like they get a free pass to date asians or hispanics or blacks or whatever and it's like it's okay because they're white and he was like he's like i just i hate that because he was like we do have you know that that um inferior or superior thing to where people look at us and say hey we can just do whatever we want to do and he was like it's not fair why can't everybody else do what the hell they want to do regardless of somebody else putting their input in which is it's a lot of times it is white america where they looking whether it's looking saying something or whatever the case may be what but you know what man that, that's why you know going back to what jessica was saying you know sometimes when, when, when they're that first person like oh you're not the white jessica we thought you were yeah um you know what i respect women that that literally go into interracial relationships for this reason because it, it's the, they're building a bridge all right someone yeah. eventually has to do it yeah and you have to have thick skin man you got to have thick skin. You got to be able to handle the criticism. And God knows that 
I can assure you 90% of the time the interracial relationships take place and they're meeting their families for the first time, that 90% of the time there's that prejudgment. Like, oh, it's yeah. damn. I'm sure it's uncomfortable. And, and I think, you know, we're talking about interracial dating, but there's also intercultural dating that, like, also gets somewhat of a, out, out, a backlash. So this is one thing that I've learned is dating. You know, I dated an African girl, and literally the African culture could be arguably worse than the white, white culture when it comes to saying yeah. do not date black. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those the two worst I've seen are Koreans and Nigerians. Yeah. They do not want their children to date black people, and like that's one of the things that I've learned is like, you know, they're going to be hesitant to take you into their household, yeah. and when their parents meet you, they're going to have some preconceived notions. And it's like I've learned like just because the color of your skin might be the same doesn't necessarily mean like you're going to be on the same like level even if like you're too african-american there's also class yeah. within that cultural uh, yeah. perspective too like i've seen asians like you know japanese and chinese and you know they've been at each other's mm -hmm. you know that, that yeah. that's not the most historically you know smooth relationship and i've seen like you know there's problems there too so yeah. like there's also the intercultural perspective that i think is interesting when you start dating both inside your race yeah. but different culture and then outside too I would just say that's I what I was gonna say, I and mean, that's the thing that that I've learned is that because I've never dated, um, I, I haven't dated a white woman, you know, when I was in middle school or something like that, but never as an adult. And but the women that I have dated as an adult or in college have all been from different kinds of backgrounds, and you'll learn really different level. I think Muhammad said that uh, people love differently based on culture. Our cultures love differently, and that's so true, man. And so that's one of the things that I've learned is that just because somebody has quote-unquote black skin doesn't mean their cultural consciousness or their class consciousness is going to be the same as you and you know you might have more in common with somebody outside your race uh than somebody who has the same color skin as you so that that's, that's true too that man that's a great really, point yeah. really kind of complexifies uh dating in and out of out of race because you know i've got some white homegirls that man you would swear, like, it, their awareness of, of racism and their, their, you know, the environment they grew up in, if you didn't know them, you'd think they were black, but they're not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, I don't know, man. It's there's <clears throat> good lesson to learn about that, that cultural piece because, like Chris was saying, man, there's, we all come from different class backgrounds, culture backgrounds, and it shapes who we are. So you had a white girl in middle school? Oh, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah, seventh grade, man. Were y'all sharing grade, juice man. boxes? They change the juice box. Y'all sharing juice boxes and lunch. Uh, you poke the extra hole in it. You yeah. Mean by juice boxes and lunch. Yeah, <laughs> I started pretty early. Oh, <laughs> this boy out here. Well, let's ask Chris. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a late bloomer too, Anthony. I was. I was so shy no, was growing up. I was scared of Chris, girls, you man. You were not a late bloomer. No, I when it actually come to doing the act, I would say stuff. But yeah. when it came to actually doing the act, I was. Not doing it until, you know, I was a little bit older, but then, you know, the, the how, once it how happened. Old, how old were you at Eden Rock? I was, seven, I was, I was 17, about to be 18. Okay. What was the first All sexual right. interaction you had, though? Like, oral sex, whatever. My first one, and I found out that I guess I started early still. Yeah. I mean. Everybody I was, experiments when yeah, they're young. Like, I was like 13 getting head. I, I was That's why not, I, I was not that advanced. I was 13, man. 
But I, I didn't know. like enter the vagina until I was like 20, 1920. That must have been some good head. <laughs> <laughs> Hold me over. Oh, shit, can you imagine? Hold me over for tw- 12 years. <laughs> it's like he was missing out on money. I've, I've been coming for 12 years. No babies, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. And you got to wear uh, ultra-absorbent drawers, man. You're coming all the time. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Only Chris be coming my, out with this stuff, Mine was 12. 12? Uh, yeah. Well, I experimented before that, but I lost my virginity when I was 12. I don't even know how that. I mean, I couldn't. I, I mean, I, was, that's I mean, hold on, hold on. That's, Walk us through this, man. That's what I was going to say. I mean, <laughs> scientifically. Right. He was in there goosing. What is that, sixth no, grade? No, I, okay, so my, we lived in Seguin, Texas. This is when I was staying with my mom. And uh, I was dating this, this, actually, this Mexican chick named Shannon. I knew it. And uh, we were at the baseball diamonds. And I don't know, man. I, like, I, I think it was because my dad coached in high school. So I was always hearing the conversations with these high school boys. So I had made my mind up. I wanted to have sex. And that night, I was that day, we were walking. We were in the baseball park. And I was like, you know, we, we were talking about doing it. She actually offered to give me head. And this was before I even realized. Did you even wear a condom? Hold on, hold on. How old was she, uh, yeah. uh, Gary? Was Give's she like, 12? She was 13. 13. So she was older. So you had an older one. Funny that it was on the baseball oh, Yeah, and we got two minutes. So we're trying to get rapid fire in it real quick. Did you wear a condom, man? Nope. Man, Mexicans are fertile, so you got lucky, brother. He didn't have his wet dream yet. I actually didn't. I I didn't bust a nut. Yeah. Oh, you didn't bust a nut. But a year later, the same girl when I was 13, that was the first time I had sex and busted a nut. Boy. (laughs) <laughs> you need to change your life. You were a man. Yeah, that was You're a man that now. That testosterone level went up. So you were butting the whole I time actually, on the on the baseball actually, diamond the first time. Busted, I actually busted two nuts. <laughs> oh. oh. Can two I point of. out something? Can yeah. I point out something? Two reasons why like people don't believe in interracial dating is one because they want to keep their own race going. Exactly. And wh- for white people, I've heard is because they might be killed off soon. They're not going to be the most dominant. You know, they're not going to be yeah. up there. It's going to be true. mixed race. That's what's going to be. Yeah, be exactly. Minority. Yeah. Self-preservation. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to do. But I mean, shit, we ought to be thinking about that too with us being, you know, whatever. But that is the end of the show. We do appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in. Again, hit us up on uh, social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter at The Reality Is, T-H-A, The Reality Is. If you have any comments or you want to leave us an audio message on any topics, hit us up at info at The Reality Is. That's T-H-A, The Reality Is dot com. Or hit us up personal on Instagram. You can find me at Sir Robert Poe. You can find Christian at CM underscore Evans on uh, Instagram. Where can they find you at, Gary? They can find me at Rev Green 2 on Instagram and Twitter and Gary F. Green the second on Facebook. And Muhammad, do you even use anything? Yeah, MK Hat 230. What up, Jessica? What you got? I don't have social media. Okay, well, she in California. They got shit to do. Yeah, we, out here, we, out, we, out here trying to, we out here trying to find stuff to do. So you got know, a damn beach. Yeah, they got stuff to do. So we're going to go ahead and end it off. This is the reality is where filter becomes extinct. You guys have a good Everlasting. I'm the type to wake up and say it never happened. I mean, I fucked the girl with hella passion. But it's cold, how it's smashing, left her sleeping on the set. We want to thank all of our listeners for their contributions to the show thus far. We do this show for you guys, and you consistently show your appreciation through donations and your listenership. It means a lot to us here at The Reality Is for your voluntary contributions. If you haven't donated and you would like to do so, just go to www. 
TheRealityIs.com. That's www.thareality.is.com. And at the bottom of the homepage, click on PayPal and donate now. Also, on July 25th from 6 to 10 p.m., The Reality Is will be shooting live from Absinthe Lounge in Dallas, Texas. You can purchase your ticket at www.therealityis.com. Again, that's www.thearealityis.com. All you have to do is scroll down and on the right side of the page, click Upcoming Events and purchase your ticket now while there's still time. We look forward to seeing you guys there. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.